Chapter 38 He'd looked for her on every flight he'd taken with B.A. in the three and a half years since they'd last seen each other. The broad, familiar smile covered her young face. She still looked so naturally beautiful. The world seemed to temporarily stop as the memory of their last moment together made him shudder and the hairs on his arm jumped to attention. Isla was unmistakable, unmissable, unforgettable. Steve watched her closely and she knew that her attempts to restore a professional interface were failing. She could not dull her enthusiasm at seeing him. It had been a long time. Mr Lewis, how good it is to see you again. Steve instinctively knew that her smile was genuine, despite what had happened the last time they were together. There had been lots of water under the bridge and he regretted letting her storm out of his room. Steve wasn't somebody who would spend time lamenting. His values stopped him from pursuing Isla at the time, and despite the constant urge to do so, he didn't want to jeopardise the life he had chosen. And however painful it was, he didn't want to cross paths again only to stir things up and create pain for them both. He was glad he had chosen to do the right thing for his family, even if it meant leaving suddenly and obliterating the deep feelings that had taken hold of him. She could have been the one, a woman who was so different from the groupies who tried it on at every gig and in every bar whether he was alone or not. Their lascivious, drawling faces would move closer as they tried to win his favour. Isla was different, uniquely interesting, kind and so attractive. She listened to him because she wanted to. The toots and matals reminded him of her, though they had never really listened to the band together. When he put them on and the sun shone, the song pressure drop always made him think about her. Every single time. Even when he was with Greta. Having overcome the shock at the door, Steve smiled back at the woman who had stolen his heart even before their first kiss, before fate had taken that away from him. Ah, that's my peace and quiet done for, he was joking. Isla was on a short list of people he could have run into that he wanted to share his solo time with. Conscious that the queue was backing up behind him, he moved into the cabin, still smiling. You'll come and see me, won't you? Of course, I'll be taking care of your area today. Seat 14A, sir. She winked and he remembered winking was one of the go-to flirtations he liked to think Isla reserved just for him. And it wasn't long before she appeared at his seat. Champagne, Mr Lewis? Blimey, where did you spring from? Thought you were on the door duty. Sometimes I get to choose what I want to do. I'm no longer the new girl. Before I go off and do my thing, please tell me you're okay. Has everything worked out for you? I'm okay, Isla. But if you want more detail, you're going to have to stop with the Mr Lewis stuff. He's my dad. She grinned quickly turning back to the rest of the passengers in the busiest time of the journey. He sat back and took the first sip of the cheap bubbly BA provided for their business clientele. From the moment he'd taken the call from Greta on that warm Barbadian morning, his world had been unrelenting. A constant of chaos and panic. He was under unrelenting pressure to put plans into action. He told his friends and family that there was someone called Greta on the scene. He had been bulldozed into being half of a couple. She was going to have his baby. Their love story was nothing more than a shall-we-keep-it conversation while Steve was both jet-lagged and hungover following his night flight from Barbados. Not exactly love's young dream. In contrast, he still remembered Isla leaving his suite as one of the saddest moments in his life. He had done his best. He liked to think that Greta had as well, but he'd stuck to his rules of decency that were so integral for him, refusing to shift the directions of his moral compass despite it being far easier to do so. The useless guidance from many of his small group of well-meaning friends was unanimous. Becoming a dad didn't have to mean Steve becoming one half of a loveless union. Steve was a good parent and had tried his best to be a good partner to Greta. However, today had already become the point where the line had been drawn. Running into Isla had only reinforced that.